Welcome to the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. We discuss five questions in about 10 minutes, and I am very excited to welcome Christy Hansvik. She is the founder and CEO of Simply Online, and she's right here in Salt Lake, close to where I live at least, here in the great, greater central part of Utah. Christy, thanks so much for joining me today. What would you like the audience to know about Simply Online? Oh, thank you for asking. (laughs) Um, So we help our clients create a forward-facing brand by multiplying the content that they're already creating and increasing their visibility online. So most businesses don't realize that they can create 15 pieces of content from one video or one podcast. Um, That's typically what we work with is videos or podcasts. But you could, I mean, even just from this podcast, you could be creating um, short form video, you could be doing newsletters, social media posts, Uh, typically from about a 15 minute video or podcast, we can get 15 pieces of content. So content repurposing is really a way to work smarter, not harder. Well, and I, and I like what you have there and your, your little name. People, I'm sure, are seeing it, but you've got your name and then you've got multiply your message. Yes. And I like that. That's a great way to look at it. Awesome. That's an awesome service. I hope people will take advantage of the opportunity to get to know you a little bit and get to know your business because I think that's a, a very smart way to uh, take your original content and, as you yep. say, repurpose it. So fantastic. Yeah. Well, let's jump to our questions. First okay. question. Now, Christy, I'm sure this has never happened to you, but... <laughs> Once in a while, people sometimes have a conflict with a coworker or maybe a, a manager or a leader or somebody like that. Is there a situation that you've run into where you've had a conflict or maybe you've worked with uh, two other coworkers that have had a conflict and how you resolved it? Sure. So um, I have a team. I have four employees. Um, and actually just recently, this was over the summer, I had an employee that was not getting her tasks done on time for clients. Um, and that caused a lot of friction, not only with, with me and the clients, but within our team as well. Uh, but I believe in open communication. So I, I, I believe that as long as you are open and honest about what you are talking about, you can find a solution. So, Uh, We sat down, we had a conversation about it. I was very blatantly honest that this is not working. We either need to fix this, find a way to fix it, or um, we need to end our relationship because it's clients need to be getting their, um, their deliverables on time. So we had a meeting, we talked through it. We ultimately decided that we would have, her and I would have daily check-ins. So we meet every morning. Um, for about 10 minutes is all just on zoom. It's really quick um, to talk about what's on docket for the day and what, if she has any questions or what she's experiencing. So we essentially, we talked about it openly, but we came to a solution together that worked for both of us that also made sure that the clients were getting their deliverables on time. That is an awesome solution. And whether you realized or not, you hit on something really important, which is recognizing that every individual Every team member is a little bit different, and yes. sometimes you have to hold them accountable in different ways that works for them. And I love what you said about we worked together to come to a, so a solution that worked for both, because that's really an important yeah. part of the process. It can't just be, I mean, sometimes you have to say either do it this way or else, but yeah. a lot of times if you can come to a solution that, that works for both of you, both sides come out happier and everybody's getting along and, and doing Definitely. A, a better job. Wow. Great, great example. Great story. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, Christy, question number two, 
I know you've heard the phrase that people don't leave jobs, they leave managers. What's one tip that you might offer to help leaders hold on to their talent a little bit longer? So um, along with open communication, I believe in being very clear with your processes and what you expect from staff. So I went, have gone through this year, I've really focused on creating SOPs for my team, making sure that everything is documented the way things need to be done timelines, deadlines, all of those things. And I believe that by me being clear with my processes and them understanding what their job is and what needs to be done, it's happiness on both sides because they're not confused. They It kind of takes the question element out of it. Um, but then things are getting done the way that I want them to be done as well. Mm-hmm. So I, I just really believe in being really clear on what you expect out of people um, and how you like things done. I think it just I like that. makes winning for both sides. So setting clear expectations is definitely put, put that. I love that. I think that is so important to help people understand because that ambiguity or that chaos. Yeah. People don't thrive in that kind of an environment no. in most <laughs> cases, at least. There's a few folks out there that seem to really enjoy that. But for most of us, clear expectations, those yeah. SOPs, so important. Very good. Great. Definitely. All right. Question number three, what is one idea that you have to help teams build resilience? So again, open communication. I I just really believe in being open and honest with people that I'm working with. Um, and, and with that, giving honest feedback. Because I think that people should know what you're, as the leader, like people need to know what I'm thinking and why. They need to know what the end goal is. Um, if they don't understand that and they don't see the big picture of why they're doing what they do, they're more likely to be confused. They're more likely to leave your company. So I I think keeping them involved in the day-to-day decisions that you're making and making sure that they understand the full vision of why they're doing what they're doing Mm. is really going to help them build that resiliency, but also it's going to bond you as a team because you're all working together for one goal. Oh, I like that. You mentioned a couple of things that were, I I felt were really important. And that was kind of that, that why and building up the values and having those united values and understanding the purpose behind what you're doing. Cause yeah, when, when times get tough, that's what drives people is let's remember why we're here. Let's remember the focus and what we're trying to accomplish. And you you also mentioned team unity, which is something that uh, can often get overlooked. And in this new environment as we're exiting the pandemic of hybrid workplaces where you have both in-person and uh, kind of, you know, what we're doing here at zoom type environment important to include all of the people, let them have some bonding time together. So really critical, good ideas. My uh, whole team is virtual. So we are all over the United States. None of us even live in the same city. So we do all of our communication over Zoom and Slack. And so finding ways to um, to build that unity between them and have them have personal relationships with each other has been a really uh, big focus of mine. Oh, I like that. Well done. Question number four, is there someone that you would like to recognize that has had a positive impact in your life, whether it be business or personal? Sure. So um, I have two business besties. Um, we actually met right before I we got on this call as well. We meet every single month for half a day. We meet for four hours um, on Zoom, and then we get together once a quarter in a different city around the U.S., Um, but anyway, they have made a huge, huge difference in my life because I mean, we've been doing this for a couple of years. So not only do we know each other's businesses inside and out, but we also know each other personally. And 
I love that I can get on our monthly meeting with them and just be vulnerable about this is what's working in the business. This is what's not working in the business and getting that honest feedback from them. And I know that my business would not be where it's at today um, if I didn't have them, if I didn't have those relationships and the just just their input and feedback on my business. So I just love them to pieces. Isn't that critical to have some people yeah. that are just super fans or mentors yeah. or coaches or whatever it is that can help you with those moments where you're just not quite sure what to what to do. So I, yeah. I love that. Thank you for recognizing them. All right, Christy, our last question. Tell us a little bit about your first job. Like my very first job? Sure. Ever? Yeah, okay. either that or your first paid job, whatever you want to define it as, but. Okay. Well, for my very first job was um, at Winter Dairy. You're a Utah local. I don't know if you know that. I know them, yes. Okay. So I started working there when I was 15 in their country store, and I just helped in the store. Sometimes we prepared foods. We People would come in and buy milk or bread or whatever. We'd check them out. I absolutely loved it. I worked there all through high school, um, and it was honestly one of my favorite jobs. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Country store is no longer around, but yeah. it, it was good while it was there. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a great company and uh, it's interesting. I, I've obviously done this podcast for quite some time, talked to a lot of folks. It's interesting to hear the experiences of the first job, positive yeah. and negative. And I'm glad you had a good experience. For okay. others, they kind of learned uh, what they didn't want to do the rest of their life. <laughs> That's that. very true. I, I definitely don't want to be working in a store for the rest of my life, but it was a perfect job through high school. <laughs> oh, definitely. And that's a good point as well, that there's different uh, times and seasons where yeah. different kinds of jobs make sense. So, for sure. Christy, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for taking some time to be with me today on the podcast. How can people find you? Um, so connect with me on social media. Um, my handles are all at I am Christy Hansvik. Um, you can also, if you want to go to my website, I have a free download there. Well, actually, I don't think it's available, but I'll, but the link is getsimplyonline.com forward slash 33 ways. That's going to tell you 33 ways that you can repurpose your content. So a lot of people don't realize that there are that many ways to repurpose um, and that many things you could repurpose. So go check oh, yeah. that out. And um because there is so much mileage that you can get out of every piece of content that you're creating. Well, I got to get that because 33, I never would have guessed 33. I could probably get yeah. to six on my own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why there's agencies like mine. Cause we think, we think bigger. Yes. And that's <laughs> exactly why you're here. That's great. Give us that yeah. website address one more time. Uh, get simply online.com forward slash 33 ways. 33 ways. Very good. All right, Christy, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Yeah, this is Sean Richards with the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. For more ideas, go to teamengagementpodcast.com. And we also invite you to subscribe or follow the podcast wherever you may be listening or viewing this. Thanks so much. Have a great day.